Hey guys, welcome to the Waffle Podcast. I'm your host, Carlos Barkley, and joining me is my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. Mitesh Mystery. Hey. I don't know. So we've obviously never done this before, so um, like, I don't know how to intro myself. Am I Mr. Mystery? Am I Mitt Mystery? I don't know. Um, he's obviously the Survivor team, man. So I, I, I mean... Oh, gee, you must be in like the whole surname and everything. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, so, oh, 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 I, I forgot about that, then. But, um, yeah, man, this has uh, been, I want to say, a long time in the making, but it's taken. Yeah, I, I can't believe we're actually doing this, man. Like, it's new to me. I don't really normally do podcasts. I only started watching podcasts in the last three years, in all honesty. See, that, that, first of all, that just says it there because man watches podcasts, he doesn't listen to them. Yeah, I, I literally, I can't sit and listen. I had to be visual. Like, when I heard Joe Rogan move to Spotify, I was like, there has to be videos. If it's vocal... But cannot... they are doing videos, I'm sure, right? Yeah, no, they're doing videos. That's when I started, like, okay, I don't mind watching. But I only started watching it recently. When I heard he moved to Spotify, and I was like, okay, there's not going to be no visuals on Spotify. Like, I don't see yeah. them doing that. And, yeah, I didn't watch for a bit. Now I started again. Everyone's having a go at his uh, little setup and everything. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, what's, what's going on? So his little um, little underground place where he's recording his new uh, podcast, everyone's having issues with the way it looks. So oh, okay. um, Kanye West has messaged him and he's got the go-ahead to redesign his podcast studio. Wait, wait. Kanye is redesigning his podcast studio? Kanye West is going to redesign Joe Rogan's podcast studio. Why the fuck is that? <laughs> like... <laughs> What does Kanye have to do with this shit? Oh, he's drunk because he wants to record, isn't it? Do you know, like, you know, he's going for presidency, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah, it's pre- yeah. yeah he's jumping in for to be president, and he released his latest video, and oh my god, I just, I just can't take Kanye seriously. Like, what's he been saying, man? One month having a breakdown. Next month, he's like, I'm down for presidency. Like, there, there is something wrong. I feel like I didn't Kim Kardashian come out and say something like, about, like just supporting your husband and stuff like it's a tough time. But I do have respect because like, I think he's come out saying he has, bi- like, they, he has some bipolar, he's on medication. And like, yeah. mental health isn't a joke. Like, it's yeah. something serious that should be taken seriously. But yeah. then. I think he should be monitoring like what he's doing because he is saying things that could one day actually hurt him in the long run yeah. or maybe hurt others. Like yeah. during a speech, he was saying how I think didn't he say he tried to kill his daughter North like when she was pregnant? Bro, well, when, when, when this when is getting a bit deep, man. Yeah, we can pass YouTube's regulations here. Like yeah. when Kim was pregnant, he was like, oh, "I I tried to kill my daughter." And I'm just thinking like that's a bit like. That's information people didn't need to know, but it was really yeah. and like, but yeah, we jumped into real deep stuff right there, straight away. Um, so as you can probably tell, guys, um, the title of the podcast is well named because we just fucking waffled all day long. <laughs> um, this is like Carla's brainchild, um, but yeah. it's a beautiful idea actually. The waffle, like, it's such a cool concept, um, but we thought we'd give this a go. Yeah, um, something fun to do, something fun. But go on, uh, like tell us, like tell me, tell us something about you that we don't know. Go on. That you don't know. I feel like you know a bit. Of I know everything. Well, okay, okay. I, 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 I like films. 
I'm a bit of a yeah. and I'm joking, I'm not. Um, I'm a nice guy, I think so. Um, so we're looking yeah, for a lot of movie recommendations from you then. Basically, if you guys need a movie to watch, hit me up, because I know them all. Speaking of films, yeah, bro, I don't know if you ever watched uh, you know, the Scooby-Doo films, the animated ones. Oh, yeah. Which one? I, uh, the Zombie Island one. Do you remember that? Zombie Island? No, 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 no. Basically, so I, I'm the guy, by the way, that wants to contribute towards the industry, so I don't illegally stream films. So okay. that's a that's a good thing. Um, so I was on, I was on Google Play Movies, and I came across this Scooby Doo thing, and I was like, "Fuck's sake, what's this?" And then I clicked on it, and then the suggested below was that Scooby Doo on Zombie Island. And I was like, "Shit!" I used to watch this as a kid all the time, so I bought it. Um, it was like five pounds, and it, I know, I know, it's a waste of money. I can't believe I paid fucking five pounds for this shit. But I'm gonna watch it this weekend because it's gonna be sick. Um, so yeah, that's just a little uh, thing. I oh did wow, quite silly. Um, oh. So yeah, uh, I like films. I like Disney. Uh, love to dance, and to be fair, I just like learning about new things and talking about random things like uh, world news, tech. Um, anything really so i think uh me and carlos talk about like loads of different shit all the time so i guess it's a good thing that we started this but um yeah what about you Carlos? tell us yeah. something about yourself. me well i'm an unemployed person like bro stepped out of university unemployed uh sitting home living with my grandma you know as every yeah. unemployed person is you know you know what, man it, it, it could be worse like let's be honest oh no yeah the grandma's good it could be so worse, but not gonna lie, this pandemic has not helped out one. Yeah, bit. this job market. I don't think like don't be honest with yourself that you've not got a job. Like this job market's fun. Trust me. And then um, what I was like, yeah, massive sports fan, uh, gamer, uh, just a jack of all traits, master of nothing, basically. <laughs> That's how basically. I see myself. I, and you can code, low key. <laughs> low, low key, low key. I just. Haven't got a job yet to code, so go see, go see. But yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Uh, anything new happening with you? Like, how is this week? Been? Well, um, but you say this week, bro. It's Monday. Oh yeah, Monday. <laughs> Monday. Don't make this. Yeah. But yeah, uh, work's going all right. Busy as always. So uh, our colleague uh, left for another job. Uh, so well, we've not got a replacement for him right now. So. It's kind of looking to be the next couple of weeks, maybe a bit more busy with just picking up his work. Yeah. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, for those of you who don't know, by the way, I work in a media agency, so I plan by media. Uh, so any ads you see online, basically that's me. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so work's quite busy. Um, yeah, what about you, man? What have you been up to the past couple of weeks? Uh, not really much, man. Uh, went to Manchester for a day. Uh, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, because basically, oh my god, I was so basically FIFA twenty one's out, right? So yeah. now I'm I'm stuck playing FIFA twenty one, playing with my friends, playing with my cousin's husband, all this like, and so um, we were playing on the what, what days? Um, so London come to tier two now, right? So yeah. everyone decided to have a little small get together, play some FIFA. Me and the guy was playing FIFA and all this. And then we came, ate my grandma's and we left. And my dad was like, listen, 6 a.m. We're driving to Manchester, coming back same day. We need to drop some stuff at the care home and come back. And I was like, okay, no worries, no worries. Next thing I know, it's 3.30 a.m. And I'm still playing FIFA with my cousin's husband. (laughs) 
online <laughs> and I was like <laughs> at six I gotta wake up to go to Manchester and I'm just like anything for FIFA but bro it's 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 actually not bad this, this one's more polished than I, before yeah I've, I've heard that FIFA 21's like probably the best one in a couple of years oh yeah like no 20 was really bad but like I feel like this is a more polished version of 20 so 20 oh, okay. was good Plus, like, we got to play the beta before, but we can, like, it's totally different to the beta. Like, the, the feeling is very different. How did you get to do that? Was that just for everyone to play it? No, so they selected, they selected a few people and gave codes. I didn't get it. I got a text from, uh, so we have a group chat, the uncles and my cousin's guy and all this. We got a yeah. group chat about football. And he texted me straight away going, like, I got the code. Come over. <laughs> so then like I'm rushing all the way back from Leicester I'm like yo I gotta go I gotta go play this I gotta go play this uh, yeah. we literally just is that, is that like, why you left early that day I oh, saw you came Leicester and you left, you left early bro I went straight from to play FIFA like for me like for us that's our bonding like we bond over football like football is a massive thing in our yeah. family so we all support different teams like I'm a Chelsea fan my dad's a Liverpool um, my godfather's Manchester, most of the rest are uh, Arsenal fans. Um, um, but so the football this weekend, though. Oh, Jesus, the football. so Liverpool. Who, whose match do you want to start with first? Huh? I match? don't know. Let, let, look, let's start with the controversy. Let's go with Liverpool, okay? Okay, I'm the Liverpool fan, by the way, just in case you don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Forgot, forgot. Oh, this guy, man, is far. It's because it's like, okay, Mersey's side, dog, okay. One of the biggest games, Everton is firing, hasn't lost a game. Liverpool are trying to come back from a massive 7-2 loss to who? Yeah. West Ham. Aston Villa. Oh, Aston, Aston Villa. Villa, sorry. Bro, Aston get it Villa. right, man. Sorry, Aston Villa. 7-2 loss to Aston Villa. West Ham doing bits, though. Oh, West Ham. Oh, okay. Well, that's Aston another, that's yeah. another one. But, but um, okay. How, how did it start? There was some, like, goals were popping in. Rodriguez so, so basically... So it so was Mane scored, um, I think. Three in minutes like, into the minute. game. Yeah, and then, then uh, <laughs> Pickford fucking went diving in and knocked out Van Dijk. So now, I heard like, he might be I out. Think, I heard he might be out. Yeah, I think he's, he's literally at least probably a few months. It's a very serious injury. Yeah. I don't know the details yeah. of it, but if you watch the tackle, if you listen, if you listen and you watch the tackle, well, I wouldn't say it's a tackle, it's just reckless from Pickford. Um, he literally just goes in with like both feet and just like takes out Van Dyke's legs. It's just oh, it's, it's it ridiculous. Horrendous. And the the referee didn't uh, or the VAR didn't go back and check for the foul because the initial play was offside. So I'm assuming that because it happened sort of when play wasn't allowed, they didn't go back and do anything, which I thought was really stupid. Like what? how can he still be on the pitch? Yeah, but it's like, say play stops and someone still hits someone, you're still going to give a card to that guy. That's what I'm saying. So how could they... They've obviously seen it and then probably said, like, that's not serious enough. But I'm like, how, how is that not serious? Like, so that's, that, listen, that's strike one for Bar, okay? Yeah. Bar, I don't know. I'm having mixed feelings about this fucking thing. I'm an advocate for Bar generally. And my general feeling to technology, like cricket, tennis, rugby, like so many sports have implemented technology into their games and it, for the most part, very well. Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard for football to do the same thing? And I feel like now, things like offsides and uh, the law, because we have VAR, 
a lot of the laws are getting called into question because the law says one thing and if VAR follows it, it's just for common sense. If common sense were to prevail, it would be ridiculous. But because it's the law, yeah. then, yeah. Well then, okay, go on with the game. So it was, was so it? it? It was, you know, it was an up and down game. Like Adrian's, oh, fucking hell, my shit. It, it, it was a good game. It was a very good game. It's, it's the best fantasy side derby in years because normally it's just a fucking boring nil nil. Oh, yeah. um, so then, so yeah, it was like really end to end game. Mm. All like Liverpool had chances, Everton had chances. Then I think for Salah's goal, he essentially there was a def- uh, there was a cross into the box, and then I think the Everton player sort of poked it out and it went straight to Salah and Salah just react as a reaction he just shot, shot oh, bro, took a that, shot and then he just got scored and that like, guy's a sniper he is like it reminds me exactly do you remember the uh, goal he scored against Leeds on the first weekend oh yeah, yeah the 4-3 one yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's literally like it's the same sort of thing like the defender tapped it out and he just like shot and it yeah. went into the net he's fucking class but then like Calvert-Lewin guy man you know what? He scored I was, a header. I was telling my dad, yeah, Calvert-Lewin, you can put money on, he's going to score every game. Like, yeah, he, he's, he's on fire this season, man. I don't know what Ancelotti's done to this team, yeah, but fuck me. Set pieces, I, he is amazing. Like, holy he's shit. He's so good. And he, scored, and he scored for England on his debut. Um, Obviously, take that for what you will, but that's amazing in itself. Uh, top, top scorer in the league. Um, Yeah, man. Everton are on fire, man. Like... Uh, Rodriguez, like, I can't believe he went on a free. Like, it's all because of Ancelotti, though. Like, Ancelotti's like the come, come to Everton. This is my vision, and obviously he's got. Like, Hamas Rodriguez. Like, it's kind of sad that people still remember him for the main thing of the 2014 World Cup. And that's that was like six years ago. But the thing is, you know, I swear Ancelotti, um, he managed Rodriguez when he was in Real Madrid, no? Yeah, he did actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Like. He played a lot for Ancelotti, but when Ancelotti left, Rodriguez just went straight to the pack. For them, it wasn't, oh, he wasn't, a t- he wasn't fighting enough of the ball, he's not tracking back, he's not doing... Brown would have won. shit, bro, let's be honest. I mean, let's, let's be honest. Yeah, they're the biggest bunch of babies I've ever fucking heard. Like, man, man they, don't, they didn't give Casillas the respect, like... That, that was just stupid. That, or Ronaldo. Like, yeah, bro, Ronaldo's no one way. of the greatest to play the game. And... They just boo him when he's having a bad game and they shout they want better. Like, I'm Did sorry. Di Maria, when he was there, he had like such a sick season. Oh, um, and they, they, they didn't appreciate that either. Like, they're spoiled for choice, man. Like, honestly. It's all money, isn't it? It's all about the but money. You want to go into the <laughs> Jordan Henderson, Henderson call that wasn't yeah. heavy? So I want to hear this. So they're saying Mane was offside, right? Yeah. Okay. But, okay. On your opinion, what did you think it was? It was... It's level. Like... It's level. It's level. I thought it was level. It was... Because it was, I, I wasn't watching the game at the time. I was actually watching uh, True Chordy's actually uh, kickoff, right? Oh, and, yeah. Okay, let, let's talk about that. After yeah, that. I fucking love that yeah. show. So, I was watching that. And they were shouting, yes, 3-2, all this. I saw Lawrence shouting, jumping up, all this. So that, that Hugh guy, man, he's fucking sick, man. He's oh, like, what the yeah. fuck is this, man? He was, he was so vexed. And then I'm just like, what? The goal got stopped. I'm like, what happened? Okay, I looked at the red and blue line. I'm sorry, the red is below the blue line. Like, it's not offside. I don't care if it's a... Sh- like, it's millimetres. Millimetres. Yeah, I 
millimeters they're moving this line and what what did what did lawrence say on the podcast he was like because of this resolution of the cameras they can't check between millimeters no like so that that's inaccurate in itself but and then second second of all the cameras aren't in line so it's impossible to give an accurate thing of where the line should be literally the whole game didn't make sense like it should have been gone but did you see Klopp's reaction his talk at the end he was I, 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 I read it I didn't, I didn't see it but like, I read it like, he was not happy like let's be honest Liverpool were cheated out of a window like Liverpool yeah. won the game not, not, to, was, not to say that Everton yeah. didn't des- de- deserve to lose because they didn't but the ball but, went into the back general, of the net. Yeah, yeah. It, Liverpool should have won. Yeah, like, the ball went to the back of the net. It was a very good game from Everton. They continue their unbeaten record right now. But, like, oh, That's, my God. Yeah. It was just so much controversy. And I just don't know what's happening. Like, this weekend, all the game, all the big teams were drawing. Last weekend, all the big teams were losing. I don't I know. know what's going on. All right. Do you want to just go through the a couple of fixtures? So, you're the Chelsea fan. Go on. Oh, Chelsea, Southampton, I do not know what happened. Werner played good, and I feel like they're, see, they're clicking now a bit better. See, that was the thing. Werner's played a couple games. He's had a few shots on target, but he wasn't putting anything in the back of the net. There was nothing going on. And yeah. before the game, I was literally saying to my friend, I was like, literally, Werner needs to start scoring something just to give people a bit more confidence that he is the man we need at the front. Yeah. Now, he did that. He went in there. Slotted two good goals. Start of the game, I think. It was like 20 minutes into the game. Yeah. Scoring. So they were playing back-to-back goals, like, very quick. Okay. Our issue is defense. Also, not to talk about Werner, he could have scored a hat-trick, but he passed it to Havertz last minute for Havertz to score. Like, he didn't have to, in all honesty. That, that's he's, good, though. Selfless. Like. He's not a selfish player. And I, I like that about him. Like, he knows, okay, there's a 100% chance Havertz will score. There is a good chance he will score, but let's 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 give the opportunity, and he did it. If Havertz missed, that's a whole different story. But <laughs> good. Now the issue with me is that Chelsea don't have a solid working back four. With all that money yeah. put in, we don't have a solid working back four. Now I just read so many comments on Facebook, on Instagram, on the Chelsea posts, being like, Lampard needs to be sacked. Lampard needs to go. He doesn't know what about football and all this. And I'm just like. First of all, he's not given all the cards, right? Some players are unfit. Some players are just unable to play at the time through injury. Like, we ha- we bought that uh, goalkeeper, Mendy. Mendy's been... Uh, he he needs to recover after international because he got injured during one of the international games. Ziyech... Uh, Kepa's back in goal. <laughs> yeah, Kepa was in goal. But Kepa had a good international run. He, um, yeah. he kept a clean sheet, I think, in one of the games. And then um, what happened was... Ziak played for a couple of minutes. Uh, oh, he got on the pitch then. I, I didn't yeah. pay much attention to the Chelsea game. No, he he, the goals. he had some playing time because there was a talk saying that Lampard allowed him to play a bit for bon- uh, Mon- uh, Morocco. He got to play for Morocco for a little bit. But then the second fixture, he couldn't play for them. So he uh, came okay. back to play for the Southampton game. Uh, he didn't start though. I think he came on as a sub. But then our back four, I just don't know what's going on. I saw, um, did you see... Adams' goal. Which one was that? There was a second one that Southampton scored. I think it was that, wasn't it? A Zuma it was mistake. like Zuma, yeah, Zuma yeah. mistake. Then Kepa sort of like slid. See, okay. That was like just comical. Like, Our issue is we that. have, first of all, Thiago Silva's not fully fit. So Lampard is saying, 
did you hear why he couldn't play for um, the game on Southampton? Why? Yeah, because he flew out to play with Brazil. Yeah, even though he didn't play for Brazil, yeah, he still needs time to recover. When he flew back, I mean, Brazil's far away, so let let's give them the benefit of like, the doubt. That okay, fine, um, fine. We'll give him that. But then the likes of Zoom and Christensen, they no offense, Christensen. For me, he's not to the level to play for us as of yet. And maybe should have gone on loan or something like that. Zuma, I had high hopes until that injury time ago against United. And he's making too many mistakes for my liking right now. And we need a solid back forward that puts the fear into people when they come to attack us. Yeah. Kepa's Chilwell's too rash. Like, kind of, like, uh, Chilwell looks good for Chelsea right now. Chilwell, it's only been two games. but Chilwell is good. Asplaquea is good. Um, Just centre-backs, really. Yeah, but there are some issues with Asplaquea as well. However, I do, I would prefer him to start over the other people. But then, uh, tomorrow he's still there in the reserve, uh, in the substitutes. But we just need a solid back four. Like people who are fit. I don't want to hear that our players aren't fit anymore. Like because you know, you, you, your squad's actually pretty like deep and on, on you've got paper, good players. On paper, our squad is fantastic. Young team. Known for scoring, Pulisic has been amazing last season. You Pulisic, can't... Mount is doing good. Like seriously, like I know people give him stickers, like oh, uh, Grealish and the whole England thing. But he's, I, from what I've seen, he's played well. Uh, Mount's good, but he's still very young. He's still very yeah. He still needs um, a lot of push. So, but three, yeah, three at the end of the day. Yeah, three, three. three. Jesus Christ. So. So, uh, I'm just going to go through a couple of the others. So, Man U played uh, Newcastle on Saturday. Yes. I'm kind of glad Harry Maguire got a goal. And I'm glad he started because if he didn't start... Um, he needed a goal. It would, have, it, would, it would have called into question his captaincy, yeah. I think. Um, it was unfortunate on Luke Shaw. Did you see what, like, don't go? Yeah, that's a good peak. Yeah, Luke Shaw as well, man. He's had it rough these past few months. But, uh, that, that was not his fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, generally, when you played like decent football, like, Mata, yeah, I fucking love that player. But he, his link-up play with Fernandez was sick. I think Solskjaer dropping Pogba for that game and making like loads of other changes was like what much needed. And I'm glad that he did that to at least like show that he's trying to like change things up because the way that they were playing like obviously wasn't working. Um, and then Man City won. They beat Arsenal. I'm just happy. Every time Arsenal lose, man, I'm just like, guys. I didn't. I didn't expect Aguero to play. I didn't know Aguero was playing. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Know, I didn't know that he was going to be fit for this game as well. Because I I'm, thought. I'm glad, I'm glad he's back. I, I, I like Aguero. I, I literally thought like, if Arsenal were to beat Man City, this was the game to do it, because yeah, they had a lot of injuries. What, lo- loads of people thought that as well, but I think um, they. I didn't watch the game. Um, apparently, a lot of people said that um, Arteta showed Kepa a bit of too much respect. But having said that, I know City have been playing the best football recently, but at the same time, they're fucking top class, man. Like, oh, yeah. we should still ex- expect them to be Arsenal. Uh, so that was 1 0. And then next day, 3 3 to Spurs oh, in this time. I, first of all, just on the record, I like Spurs as a team, and I do generally like. When they're playing, I generally do like support them, yeah. and I want Mourinho to do well. I want Bale to do well, but 
Fuck me, man. How do you let a, a three-goal lead slide into a 10-minute slide? Kane, Kane was fantastic that game, right? Kane, Kane's been playing fantastic. You know, him playing deeper is so good. Like, don't you think? Kane and Son link up out of this world, fam. Having like, Kane, Son and Bale as a tag forward, bro, anyone would be scared. Yeah, that, that's, that could be, like, one of the best front threes in the league, easy. But, if they fire what happened? What happened in the last 10 minutes of that game? I don't know. I like, saw, you know when, um, who scored, do you know who, the name of the player who scored the West Ham's third goal? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't watch oh, the no, game. Oh, no, yeah, it was Lanzina, Lanzina. When he, oh, when, yeah, yeah, that shot when from he scored outside. Goal, that was sick, but Kane's face, when the camera panned him after the goal, he, his face just dropped like, what the fuck just happened? Like, how? Like, he's done his job and he's even defending for the team and they just fucked that up. And I think Marino was lost, lost for words as well afterwards. But, um, yeah, that's... It's, no, I want them to do well, but they, they, that, that's, that's, that's not... Cool. I heard Mourinho was, like, going mental about it at the end. Yeah, he was... I mean, he must have been. I think... I didn't watch the interview. I just, again, there were just, like, quotes and stuff. But I think yeah. he... Um, it was just like kind of lost words, like I don't know what to say, and you know, I saw a shit on Twitter going around about like what he says. I don't know if it's like fake quotes or whatever, but um, yeah, it was. Oh, uh, no, but we're talking. I've been hearing like everyone's been telling me watch the. Have you seen the? Was it? Is it a documentary or something? All or nothing. Yeah, on Amazon yeah. Prime. Uh, have you watched it? I, I haven't seen it. No, yet. I'm not. I'm not got. I'm not got Prime. That's fine. But um, I've had. That's his bit where. Uh, uh, wait, you said we're not like six seasons, right? Are we allowed to say, are we allowed to swear? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But like the C word as well. Yeah, sure, go on. Okay, basically, in, there's a part in the documentary yeah. where uh, Marina's like, you guys are too nice. Don't be nice. You fucking cunts, man. <laughs> like, that's what he says to them. <laughs> and um, I think Lamello was when they played my new, but today, um, yeah, I don't know what happened. But they oh my up. God. Um, I just... But having said that, and Dombele, fuck me, man. He's a machine. Oh, he geez. was running that game, man. Especially but that's the thing. I feel like to run a, like to manage a game, you've got to be dominant in the midfield. Because yeah. midfield is key. You've got to track back. You've got to be able to go forward. Like You need to be able to switch when needed. Like yeah. that was, It was a strong performance, but a very unfortunate ending and a very sad defence. It's defensively. All teams are lacking defensively. There's something... I know. It's just like, but it's, it's been like great to watch as a neutral, I guess. Oh, yeah. Like, um, so Aston Villa won. So Aston Villa are four out of four. Uh, Everton are top of the league with um, five, four wins out of five. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty weird time in the league. I'm sure it'll sort of level out once it gets to like 10, 20 games. Um, but I think, I genuinely think, I don't know about Aston Villa, but Everton, man, they're looking good. One like, of my friends put a bet say, Everton to win a cup this year. You said they're going to win the Caribou Cup or something. What's, what's your thoughts? You think they're going to come with some silverware with the way they've been playing? They could do. Yeah. But even if they don't, as long as they get top six, yeah. or even top seven, like that's a huge achievement for them considering where they were last season. Um, but I think now that because they started so well, I think the highest, I, I wouldn't say, people say winning the league, I think maybe it's going to be getting carried away. But I think... Um, Top four is definitely, or top six anyway, is definitely realistic. Shout, shout. Um, so yeah. What's your, what's uh, your predictions? What's your predictions? Top four this year. In and do you want an order, just generally? Uh, 
uh, give me an order, and then we'll look back at this at the end of the at the end of the season. Me and you. I'm still gonna say Liverpool win the league because they are, I think, still the best team. I don't know what happened with when they played Villa, but okay, they. I know, like with Van Dijk being injured now and Allison's not here for us still a few more weeks, mm-hmm. it's gonna be interesting. But generally, I think they are still the best team. So Man, uh, so Liverpool second, Liverpool first. I think Man City second. Um, I think they will fix up. And they'll need to fix up, otherwise, that's fucked. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Jesus. And I'm going to say, just because I want this to happen, I'm going to say Spurs, Tottenham third. I want Tottenham to get third. I want Bale to be Bale and actually play football like he was but he, when he wasn't in Madrid. And I think with the way Kane and Son are going, if they just sort out the defensive lapses, I think it'll be great. And I want... Just, because I'm a dreamer. Let's just say Everton four. Okay. Everton get top four, man. I, I don't want Arsenal to do well. I just need AFTV to like keep them back in that minute. I, I can't have that, man. I'm what about you, man? Lie. What's your top four? I was actually going to say kind of the same thing. I this time though, I was going to say, see, Van Dijk is injured. Everything's going. I would say, Man City will come first. Mm. Yeah. Liverpool second. A close second. I wouldn't think there'll be a big as gap as there was last year. So very yeah. close second. Third, have to give it to Tottenham. But then, see, fourth is very tough. There's a Chelsea lot of teams. Literally, anyone could come into this. But I literally think, see, I I would put Everton. But if they get injuries, if they get stung by injuries they're going to be dipping very quickly because I don't yeah. see them having the strength on the bench to yeah. pull That's it off. True. I agree. And with United, they haven't bolstered their squad. Here's me being a Chelsea fan. I'm going to put Chelsea fourth. Chelsea are going to come for. Ah. They're going to link up. One day they're going to wake up and they'll be like, you know what, we're going to bang goals. We're not going to let any in. They have Kante. Yeah. Best CDM in the world, Kante. That, world Cup winner, Kante. Like, Back to back Premier League winner, Kante. The guys want everything. Like, <laughs> you can't hate like, Kante, guys. Come on. Like, Kante is an OG. And he's a, he's a machine. He'll run everywhere. He'll attack, he'll defend. He'll be that guy. But playing, playing for him for France, and he's always like, oh, when I'm playing with Kante, he's like, he's on my left and my right all the time. Yeah, like, he's amazing. Like, he will be anywhere you want on the pitch. That, that's it. If you want Kante he, there, he you just turn, he's there. He's improved his, like, um, forward sort of possession and yeah. play, like, these past two seasons, I think. Even though he's been played out of position, which I don't agree with, no. he still has improved a bit going forward, which is good to see. Um, but, yeah, that that's the Premier nice. League. Oh, um, that was, a, I guess, it t- took a, a bit longer than, uh, than we would. expected. But that's what happened <laughs> a couple <laughs> I know, um, this will often dies, we just waffle. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But have you, oh my God, so I've been watching uh, the Logan Paul podcast recently, stuff like this. Podcast? I don't know if, if you've seen his, like, have you not seen him posted? No, I'm, I don't follow much of what Logan Paul does, but go on. No, so he's been doing quite a few crazy things this year. So, um, have you, you've seen the rise of Pokemon cards recently, right? Yeah, my mate sent me a video actually of him getting a Charizard PSA 10 or something. Yeah, oh my from god. From that collector. And you know, I, I, I messaged my mate after, I was like, not gonna lie, I'm actually really happy that he got the card. 
Because like, like, this guy never sells. About it. The guy who bought it from yeah. doesn't sell. But he was like, for you, I'll give it to you. He's but then, like, worth, what, millions, right? Huh? Yeah, it's worth millions. Because it's, it's a PSA 10. Like, there's only a couple, handful of them in the world, I think. Or like, he was like, like, there was seven. He has like the seven or something. Yeah, no, I think he has like five or something like that. Oh, okay. No, yeah, no, he probably has seven. You might be right. But it's, it's crazy. Like, Logan Paul also bought a Pokemon bo- first edition box set for $200,000. And then he opened it on a live stream and sold each pack for $11,000 each. There's 35 in the pack. Yeah. I, I just, sometimes I find it like weird that like, people pay that much for that kind of no, stuff. No, but the like, thing it's is, crazy okay, when you think about it. They know the packs ain't worth that much. Right, the packs ain't worth that eleven thousand dollars. The eleven thousand dollars was for the experience and for the shout out, and for the additional message that you want to put on. That though, that's the additional part he wanted to give. But Logan's pool is the one that opened it and stuff like that. But there is a Charizard in there that's worth one hundred eighty thousand dollars if it comes out of PSA ten. And like you're just thinking, like, oh my god, that's it. What's eleven thousand dollars? That's nothing compared to that. Yeah, so, it's crazy. I was so I was watching that, and then the impulsive. I was like, okay, I normally watch it. It's him, uh, Mike, uh, one of the one of his friends, and this guy called George. And that they're great. I've been watching them here and there. They bring in a lot of cool guests and stuff like this. But then it took me by surprise. This one they they released on Thursday. It's uh this person called Sad Guru. Yeah. So I don't know if you ever heard of him. He's a Guru. I think I had, yeah. and I had. I've watched a couple of videos before we started recording this. Oh, okay, <laughs> um, okay. Um, that Will Smith one he sent, but I'm like, what, what I got is like he's a very spiritual guy, and he yeah. talks about like how to be happy and like uh, moving away from like a materialistic way of thinking of it and to a more spiritual way. Yeah, and this like what, that. That is yeah. what he's pushing, and I was like. I was listening to a podcast and like the stuff he was saying, I'm not going to lie. It was kind of like, I don't know if it was just because I was tired at three in the morning, but it's like what he was saying was kind of like hitting me in a different way when he was saying like, I don't know if you've seen the podcast when I showed it, it was like, um, he was like, do you have a water here? Is that you? Yeah. And they were like, no, it's not me. But then he was, then he was like, okay, if you drink it, is it you then? You get me? And he's like, um, it's a lot about, um, is is this body you? Yeah. Or is this chair you? But like, how, how how are we are we getting to a more religious spiritual thing when we talk about this? Like whichever way it takes, because like I've seen a lot of people. Like recently, I saw Will Smith post something with the same person. With yeah. yeah, I watched that. I watched that video. He was like, like he wants to introduce his family to more spiritual. Spiritual. And like. I don't agree that, okay, throw everything. And that's not what he's saying. He never said, like, throw everything. There's a lot of people be like, oh, give it, all your stuff away. Go live in the forest or whatever it is. But nah. he's, I, I'll be honest with you, yeah. Every day after watching that podcast, I put Sadhguru on while I try to sleep. That's I good. put his talks on while I go to sleep. I've had amazing sleep and I've learned so much stuff. And one of the biggest things that hit me, and that's why I wanted to bring this as a topic, was... yeah. I was actually contemplating going vegetarian okay. for a couple for a couple of days a week just to start it off, and then to okay. go. 
and you know me, I'm the biggest meat eater in this fucking world. Fam. I will yeah. eat any. I can't eat a meal man, unless it has. Man meat. loves his man loves his steak. Like loves his chicken. <laughs> just like a couple of days, like before Thursday, like a couple of weeks ago, I was having a T-bone steak with my mates. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like I'm a massive meat eater, but I was listening to him and I was just like. It kind of made sense when he was talking. And I'm like, what? And he was saying this in like a medical, he goes to basically medical schools, he goes to all these other universities and stuff. And I'm just like, okay. Did, he, they're not even disagreeing what he's saying. He's saying a lot of it's true. Like, yeah. um, you've heard of intermittent fasting, right? Someone yeah. asked him going, people fast on religious days, people fast on these things, uh, on these other days. But then why is it now that the Western community has come in and said that intermittent fasting is good, that people want to do it? Yeah. And he literally goes, you know why they want to do it? Why they wouldn't listen to us? Because of the colour of our skin. That, you know, it seems legit. Like, it's, like, honestly, it's not bad. Like, when you think about, like, these religious stuff and all this, people, skin colour does blow apart. I think with, like, a lot of religious things, there's... Some of it is like quite factual and quite science, and I think like because some, especially like really old religions where mm. it's 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 so mixed within religion and culture yeah. that sometimes it's hard to distinguish what's what. Yeah. Um, and some things are generally done for religious purposes, but some things are done for cultural purposes that have just become intertwined with religion. And I think things like intermittent fasting is one of them. Where it's like there is a religious aspect to it. There's also a scientific and good aspect to it where it's been proven to help, help. like digestion and your sort of like your, your body cycle and different things where it, it's quite medically it's uh, it's recommended. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, but then people don't know about that. But if you put a nice, nice little spin on it saying, hey, this is a new trend people are all going on about it. and that, that's what happened like with like yoga and like all these different things that people it's it's all from sort of like east asian culture and religion yeah it's like because like the only reason i decided like okay i want to try something vegetarian maybe a couple of days and stuff like i was what i was reading and he was just speaking and i felt like he was speaking to me he was just like you are eating the dead say a dead cow or dead pig or whatever it is you're eating one of them and you're trying to survive you're trying to live right you're trying to raise the dead to make you live yeah but shouldn't you be eating something that's alive to help you live like to make you alive the way he said it was so much better i'm so bad i i get where you're coming from but he's like so he was like from like a spiritual thing where it's like oh you're eating something dead to be alive yeah, like it, it's a bit of a thing, um, and I get. I, I think I guess that makes sense. But it's really interesting to hear you say that. Just it's really made you think that you wanna. Yeah, because then I'm well, just thinking. Wait, like, wait, do you wanna go vegetarian fully, or just see, a couple of days a week, or just eat lamb? No, I know I can't do it fully, and I'm not the most religious person. Maybe, maybe I was thinking about a couple of days a week, just cut down the meat. Maybe. Instead of not even cooking vegetables, because what they were saying was when you cook, you're killing, you're breaking down the enzymes or something. And therefore, you're not using as much energy, things like that. But then to eat raw, to eat raw food, like more nuts, like yeah. raw vegetables, things like that, to gain that into your diet, 
not only is it making your body work a lot more, but then it's like just better for you. So that was something I was looking into. So I was thinking a couple of days and obviously as, as a non, okay, I'm not religious, but for say for Lent or something, if I were to not give up, okay, give up meat, but to pick up a more healthier lifestyle of eating yeah. food and stuff on a regular I wouldn't mind trying that for 40 days. Wow, that's a yeah. That, that's, that's a big thing. Like no one and, has ever made me think like this before because I've been to a vegan restaurant. I was invited to someone's vegan birthday, yeah, and I was like, that motherfucker. I don't want to fucking go. What did I do? <laughs> me and my boy, we went to KFC just before the dinner and had a whole fucking bucket. I could, I can't do this shit. Like honestly, I cannot but do this the, shit. The, the amount of times, like, um, we, there's been like Indian wedding functions, and like me and like my family or my cousins will be like, "Oh, do you want to get some mackies or KFC before we have to go in?" Yeah, because like, like we don't need this, this food there. Like, like, it's crazy. It it hurts me. But then like when he was speaking, I was like, "Yo, I don't. I'm not even a spiritual person. I don't even like listen to it." I was just like, "You know what? The way he's saying it, I actually." understand it and i like his humor side and i like what he does he's not like straight on do this do this do this but he's like does it not make sense to do something like this like yeah i think i think think like generally from sort of what i've been reading what i've learned what i've seen in recent months and just sort of in the past year as well like um having living like the lifestyle we do as like westerners because we are westerners oh yeah um, you know, we go out and we're into material things, and that's fine. Like having money and things like that, that's fine. Hmm. But it's when you don't appreciate the other side to life as well. Like having having money gives you a good life to an extent, but there's more to it than that. And that spiritual aspect of like knowing yourself and what's within, what rather than what's all around us. It's yeah. just as important. And once you sort of understand yourself a lot better, you can A, be a better person to other people and generally be more happy because I think the goal in life is to be happy, right? Oh, That's, yeah. And what, what everything we do in, in life is like, we want to be happy. Yeah. But I think it's important to realize that sometimes life isn't like that. Life is like, you need to suffer a bit and go with take the happiness and take the suffering in your stride and it's all part of life it's to appreciate everything around you and not let the hard things knock you down and for good like get back up there do your work is important as well it's just it's crazy like the idea of spirituality and everything i was like it never really hit me until i grew up because you normally think like all these yogis all these preachers out there they were living in forests coming out telling you oh live a blissful life by giving up everything yeah but then like this person this guru Sadhguru, he uh, he runs businesses he yeah has his own fine. business that's and i'm fine. just like okay so he can do that he can run business he's doing all this i'm like he's not far off from me like he's running something he's not living in like the mountains coming and telling me go do this, even though for him it might be easy. Like, to live our lives in our type of society and stuff, it's not... It, it, it sounds like a luxury, but it shouldn't be. You get me? Yeah. 
like I can't do everything to what they say because to me it might be hard to do it today, tomorrow, day after. But maybe if I didn't have to work, if I don't have to look at things, if I don't have to wake up and try and search for a job for the whole day and do things like mm. then it might free me up to start looking at other aspects of bliss as they say or things like that. Yeah. But what about you? Do you think do you think it's a luxury of an idea to believe in these type of things? Or to live by these type of things? I think people often like you said associate spirituality with like oh you gotta live in a forest you gotta give up everything and that's, that's not the case like you can implement these things in your daily life yeah. and it'll just help you to become a better person and again it's all about understanding yourself but once you understand yourself you can give back to society and others and loved ones yeah. in a yeah. better way and i think people who generally from my experience are in more in touch with their spiritual side tend to have a better understanding about different things um, are kind people which is really important and I think there's a lacking the society as a whole lacks a lot of compassion these days and yeah I think it's um, it's definitely achievable like to implement these little things in your daily life and like you said like Sadhguru runs a business like you don't have to give up everything like you can live the majority of your life the way you are but just change a few aspects and ultimately it's going to be for the benefit of yourself and then of course by society so i think i think like spiritual like ideas and like like and i don't want to like so because i'm not i've not done like so much recent research on it i can't like speak from like that much personal experience and like this load of things that probably both of us don't know yet yeah but just a general idea of what i've seen around like spirituality and religion um it's it's not all bullshit basically no. um and to be fair sorry that might be offensive for me to say like it's not actually like at all it's just we've we've been we've so we've grown accustomed to not sort of thinking about that but i think now it's been introduced to us in the western sort of way Mm-hmm. But people are slowly realizing that this has been there like, this whole time, this way of thinking and living. Um, and it's just tapping into that and learning, like l- becoming more knowledgeable about different things. Um, like I'm sure both of us do. Uh, it's like sort of reading the news, but just like read into this. Like, yeah. It's like uh, for me, because like my biggest issue with this whole see, I never with religion and spirituality all this i kind of jumbled them all together right this whole ideology and everything behind it my issue with religion and spirituality at the time was the that they never really accepted everyone if you get me like everyone straight away like even in my faith they were like you do not believe in idol gods and that's like a commandment or whatever it is in other religions going anyone who doesn't follow us are evil or whatever it is i'm just ad living but like you get me like there wasn't really no acceptance of everyone no yeah inclusivity like it was only recently no 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 it's only like recently like in uh, catholicism all this like if we married someone we need to then make a promise saying like oh we'll raise our children the way that we were raised in our religion and all this yeah. and then they allow us to marry people from outside but yeah. for me, just there was no acceptance of everything. It's all kind of, it's my way, it's my way, my way. But 
it's all belief. It's not like factual. Like I have no issue with someone yeah. believing in something. Go ahead, believe. Yeah. I believe in a lot of things. I believe yeah. Chelsea will win the title again in the next five years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, look, that's quite believable. Like, that's yeah. not, that's not uh, the stretch. But okay, I get what you're saying. But it's it's believable. It's not fact. It's like my belief is that yeah. this is gonna happen. But then people can't seem to allow others to have some sort of opinion of like, bro, this is our first episode. We're gonna be hated already by a lot of people. Yeah. I, th- I think I think I, I want to say something here. Um, yeah. So you're th- you're talking about belief and. I- this is where I struggle with religion quite a bit. A lot of religions do say that sort of everyone is on their own path. Some religions are quite strict and say that no non-believers um, um, are, are not like no, are not good, not good people. But as in like they're just like that's non-believer. But then there are other religions who say like no, everyone's on their own path. Um, it's okay to like follow something that's not this. Mm. But at the same time, then, A, inherently, because you believe in this, surely you think that this is the right way. Otherwise, if you didn't, why would you practice it? Yeah. Um, and I think that going into, like, appreciating and accepting the way other people believe um, in different things, depending on how extreme you want to take it, um, some people might be like, no, my way is the right way. And some people might look at Lucy saying, no, I believe what I'm doing, but it doesn't mean other people are doing bad things and then to like a more second point like just generally like like when it comes to religion like at the end of the day yeah, you can quote as much as you want and be like oh this is this must be right yeah. because oh we have this scientific evidence at the end of the day you're believing in some person or something creating this world like it all comes down to faith like you can't like prove something like this yeah it all comes down to what you believe and like some people choose not to believe it. Um, and I'm always a tussle and miss up. Generally, I would say I, I do believe I have faith that, yeah. and there is God and stuff, but then I do question it a lot as well. So it's, it's a bit of a tricky one, but at the end of the day, with anything in life, like you need to have faith, like you believe in it. Even an atheist believes he has oh, faith oh, that yeah. there is, there, there is nothing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so it's, I think it's a lot to do with the people as well, like those who are following or preaching or growing up in a scenario like like yeah that they're living in. It's like everyone's brought up differently. I know a couple people in my religion who break a lot of the rules of whatever it is. Yeah, and I know people who come and preach up. To me. I know a lot of people judge me by the color of my skin. Doesn't matter what religion I am. Yeah. I've had people come up to me preaching me about Jesus, even though I'm Catholic, and yeah. they think I'm a different one. I've had people come yeah. and speak to me about uh, Hare Krishna or Islam and all this. Like they automatically yeah. judge. I, I, I'm people. guilty of it. Like, bro, like when I first met you, I was like, "Hey, your name's Carlo," but even then, like, I was like, "You're brown." I just assumed you would have been like either a Hindu or a Sikh or a Muslim. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you told me you're Catholic. I was like, okay, cool. Like, that's great. But I just, the assumption is that, like, because you're brown, you wouldn't be. But then it's like, no, that's not true. Because I've looked at proper people that are Christian. And that's it. I've actually had people who come up and ask me stuff. But then when they hear that I'm not the same, they disregard me. They, They throw me away. Like, they talk to me completely differently. And I just, that's what I just don't get with religion. Why it's, 
causing so much of a rift in people when it should be something that brings everyone together. I think, but I think that's what I was saying though. It's like inherently, if you believe that this is right, then that, in, like, although you might respect other religions and other people for believing what they do, inherently you think what they do is wrong because you definitely believe what you're doing is right. Yeah. And I think that underlying, and I think, I feel like it sort of applies more in the older generation where there's a bit more conflict, but I wouldn't say in our generation, the conflict's gone. Yeah. I feel like we're just a lot more understanding of like different faiths and stuff, but there are still people who are quite adamant and strict about certain things. Um, And yeah, it's just like, how do you, how is society supposed to function with all these different sort of viewpoints and it's crazy. understanding people's differences? And I mean, you can look at it with the elections coming up in like America. Oh, I, I, that's two completely different ideologies going face to face. Yeah. Uh, but let's not talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> this is maybe another episode of it. We can, do, we can do like an election special. <laughs> going from um, one disaster to another though. How is Leicester dealing with the current COVID pandemic? Um, Spacey, bro. I don't know. Like, I'm assuming we're tier two. I've not even done my research. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what does tier two mean? So, we were talking about this work as at work as well. So, there's medium, there's high, and very high. But surely, what what someone, my colleague, said at work was like, we've been brought up our whole lives to think medium is the middle. So, why is it the lowest one? Surely, there should be a low, medium, high, not medium, high, very high. Yeah, it's like, boys, it's tier one, tier two, tier three, right? Yeah. So there's a lot of discussion. So that's the thing. Friday, they said tier, London's been moved to tier two, right? Right. I didn't even know we were in tier one. I thought the same rules were you can't have more than six people in an area. Now it's suddenly you can't have more than six people in a house, but you're okay outside. And I've been hearing issues like in some places, you can have the gyms open, but others you can't, even though they're in the same tier, which just didn't make um, sense to me. I think... I'm lost, because, like, Manchester recently has been... It's meant to be moving to tier three, or is in tier three, but the the MPs or someone there is having issues with the government's rules because they want a bit more money for their uh, people, right? Which they're not wrong to ask for, because they're asking to shut everything down. That's gonna ruin the economy economy massively. Yeah. And it's gonna be hard to jump back from because Manchester has been in tighter restrictions for a very long time. And to even to make the restrictions even longer and harder, it's yeah. very difficult for them to survive. It's it's a it's an honest thing. Yeah, and I think um it's, it's um... just I don't understand how it's working. I don't even think Boris knows how this is bloody working. I just think that we should go into a proper lockdown yeah. and actually do it properly, like actually lockdown. Because even when I feel like we as a society, and I'm guilty of this as well, like we complain too much. Like, bro, oh, yeah. Hard state, first, so. I, I, I know it's hard. Like there's things to deal with. Like you've got kids to feed. There's mental health problems that come up. There's loads of different things. But at the end of the day, if it's two months just staying inside properly, not seeing people locking down surely we can overcome this because there are countries that have like well okay i'm not going to mention china because but south korea have handled this really well new zealand has 
to handle it really well. There are countries that have. I mean, small Even islands just, haven't been infected. Like, um, I think Seychelles Vietnam, is gone. I don't um, know, but I was, I was reading like last month. I don't know if it's still true now, but Vietnam had like zero deaths. Like, and what, what do you think of like Vietnam? Like, no offense to Vietnam, like from an infra- infrastructure point of view, I'm a, like the UK is a lot better. Yeah, yeah, how have they managed to cope with it, and we haven't? That's true. And it's just, I don't know. Like, look, I, I don't want to like blame, like. It, the oh no no! I, I'm blaming all the people who live in these cities. Like you're stupid. No offense, bro. You're fucking stupid. Like honestly, like everyone's fucking stupid. When they had a fucking lockdown in Liverpool, what did they do? They went and partied on the last day, fam, before going in. They, and they're surprised why the beds are all filling up in hospitals. Like it's not difficult. First of all, Boris needs to be sure about what's happening so that we can have a bit of faith in him. But then yeah. also, we are bloody British people. We don't listen to anyone who has any power or says anything to us. Yeah. Like for us, it's it's our rights, it's our rights, right? That's great and all, but like I want my grandma to be safe. We want our yeah. grandparents to be safe. No, our parents to be safe, man. They get old as well, yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> no offense, all you fucking people out there, just fucking stay at home for what, a couple of days. I know, man. It's not Guys, if you listen to this, just please follow the lockdown rules. I, if you do it, <laughs> I promise I'll start doing it now as yeah. well. Um, it's like, yeah. No, like I travelled here and there, but I make sure I, I get tested very often because I do go to a care home and come back. I get yeah. tested every time I go there just to make sure I stay safe. I was, I'm not saying don't go see people, go and see people, fine, but don't be stupid and go and see hundreds of people and come back home thinking everything's okay because that's stupid. Yeah, I've cut down. That's how that's how it happens. I do you do you know personally anyone that's close to you that's been had the virus? Who has the virus? No. No one personally who has the virus, but I know those who are saying, "Oh, I might be having symptoms." Now we're going into cold and flu season. Like everyone's going to come out saying they have the symptoms, but like get yeah. tested and stuff. Uh, I think it's Amy. Amy said someone in her class had COVID. What a uni class? Yeah. Oh shit. Universities will be another big topic we will be talking about when she comes in. But yeah, she yeah. did come out and say <laughs> she did come out and say that uh, someone in her class close to her dog called Jeevan or someone oh shit I shouldn't put their name out there but we'll bleep that out at some point uh, <laughs> GDPR bro come on everything doesn't like who is this <laughs> but yeah so he started COVID now I'm joking but um, so yeah in DMU the Monford University the jumper you're repping right there yeah. Yes. yeah that I thought we were talking about you. We, we were supposed to talk about universities today but um, one of our co-host is it here yeah yeah but you'll meet her in a later episode yeah she's quite nice um but yeah wrapping my dmu uh jumper uh hoodie whatever you want to call it but um yeah university situation but yeah i think it's it's a massive cause of the spread you know i'm not i like yeah schools universities it's just uh i don't know i think obviously the hopefully there's a vaccine that comes out because at the end of the day that's what's gonna help yeah. the situation. I mean, going back to Trump, like obviously he had COVID, right? Him yeah. and the first lady, and now they're COVID free, and everyone's saying, "Oh, he's recovered so quickly. This is the fastest recovery anyone's ever had." And all this a shit. man took some like experimental drugs. He's like, "Bro, this is the one." He took God. every experimental <laughs> drug made. He probably <laughs> drank the ble- he probably drank the bleach, bro. And he was no, like, no. "You know what, shit, it works." 
Honestly, and then he comes out going like, I can kiss all you people. And I'm like, what the hell? In America, it costs, it probably costs millions of pounds for them to give that many drugs to someone, right? No offense to our American listeners, assuming that this podcast nah, has got fuck that far. you guys. But hey, um, America's fucked, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's yeah. a bit of a dodge place. Like, okay, I know, like okay. UK will go to privatization at some point. Look, yeah, NHS like, cannot no. stay forever. But right well, now, I, Trump, you you gotta be fucking retarded if people are believing Trump saying, "Oh, listen, all you gotta do is this to get." Like, my G, he's the he's the president. He's gonna get whatever help he can. Like. He, he he ain't even paid his fucking taxes for ten years. Like, I, know, man. I just don't understand how this guy is running. My dad America. runs two care homes, yeah, and he pays more tax than him than Trump you and know, Starbucks man. put together, fam. Like my national insurance is more than what Trump's paid, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? These guys, I swear, man. Like, thing is, yeah, it's like. Dumber versus dumber, like dumb versus dumber, like Biden versus Trump. Yeah, um, it's not a good situation there. No, to be fair, UK ain't no better. But um, I think maybe coming to an end for our first episode. Yeah. Um, this is obviously COVID in general hasn't like uh, a lot of people have been affected by it. Um, for lots of different reasons, but I think probably are there any like words you want to say to people who are like um, suffering from like anything really like that you want to like say to them to like no, sort of like, help I them I understand up? the issue of COVID, like even I'll admit at sometimes I do get depressed staying at home doing nothing like it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it kills someone slowly but <laughs> like, all I can say is Stay safe. It is your home. You can do whatever you want to make your home interesting. Like, it's not yeah. impossible. Like, brand new games coming out, consoles, Learn all the tech. Sleep in your garden. Like, it's not yeah, that my, deep. My Scooby Doo. That's what I do. Like, it's not impossible. It's just, just a couple of months. We just sit tight, stay strong. Like, we're the fucking human race. There's so many things that should have killed us by now. Like, we're still surviving. Like, that COVID. Let's not be here, man. Like it's, it's 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 not the end of the world. Like just stay for a couple months, stay strong and stay safe. And that's yeah. it from us two today. Like uh, being this has been good. Like yeah, it's first episode done. It. Yeah, it went way, it went way smoother than I thought. Um, but yeah, this was good. Talk yeah. about it got a bit deep. I can't lie. Oh um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's what we want, man. We we just waffle about anything that, and that, we discuss that loads of different talk. things. Exactly. That is yeah. the this this podcast is a conversation. We have, we just waffle about different shit as we would normally do. But the only difference is that it's on cam- it's on camera and you get to listen to us waffling. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I've enjoyed it, Carlo. Sure yeah, you. same. Thank you very much. And see you guys later. Goodbye. See you guys. <laughs>